Welcome to Hot Takes and Beer Breaks. We were over-intoxicated and under-informed. We're just three dudes talking news and drinking booze. I'm John. I'm Jason. And I'm Justin. Jason, what'd you bring Wait, for us sip. today? I didn't sip yet. I just cracked it. Are we starting? Yeah. What'd you bring? So what I asked you the question. You brought the beer. Uh, yes, you're absolutely right. So I brought a very, very interesting beer. It's from Collective Arts Brewing Company. It is a blueberry, chocolate, coffee, and vanilla sour. Not stout, sour. Hmm. Yeah, that's when I went, this is going to be terrible. It's either going to be the greatest thing in the world or absolutely disgusting. Okay, before we take our first steps, predictions. Bad or good? I, Based no on- in between. It's either going to be perfectly amazing and or not. I'm saying terrible. That's right. my prediction. Well, we're going to talk about it later. So Ooh. we have to deal with it. No, no, don't talk about it. We, we I will, not, I will it. not say anything about it. You tease it and then we'll Shyamalan it at the end. Yeah, that sounds good with me. So you guys, you know, you know, it's the most unrealistic thing in TV. Like if you had to pick that off the rip off your head, what would you pick? <laughs> You're taking my drunk sober thought. No, 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 I'm offering a question, seeing if you have an answer that you've so, never thought about. Until so now. the most unrealistic thing I realized isn't like aliens or TV or people disappearing and coming back or ghosts or whatever. It's when they show people's text messages and it's like their conversation just started. Like, I need to talk to you. It's like you clearly had conversations before then. So Oh, you're saying like it's at the top. Yeah, you know like how it's there's at the, no other messages. Yeah, you know how it's at the top and you know for a fact it's like a new message and then mm-hmm. like but like when you see like in your phone, like you'll see even if new messages, you'll see messages above that or something like that. So that's the most unrealistic thing in all of TB. Cause no one texts like that. No one deletes text messages. Yeah, people do. Not from like important people. You delete our yeah. text messages all the time, Jason. Yeah, my phone's so, a blank slate. So when we inevitably get to, uh, ha- did you leave the window open? You didn't close yours. <laughs> wow, oh, John, way to be. What does just ruin everything? Ruin life? Is it bad? Is what bad? I don't. We know. We don't know. Just okay. Keep talking. Anyway, You're just out here ruining. That's shit. what I think is the most unrealistic thing in TV because that definitely doesn't happen. People leave text messages all the time. Not all. What if it's time. classified? If I don't what, want anybody else to know what I'm talking about, I'm going to delete everything I have. What about the classic TV movie thing where you turn on a TV and the news is exactly what needs to be said in the story? That's not unrealistic? I would say that's coincidental. Every time. It's plot armor. It's well, not plot armor to have no text messages beforehand. To, know have con- to have no context of the text messages beforehand. Maybe it's a burner phone. Maybe it's a new phone. It's, yeah. It was an new iPhone. This. Okay. Maybe they have a lot of text messages, so they delete all of them. Just to I'm make it just run. saying that's my yeah, that's mean, my drunk sober thought. But why don't we talk about the best and worst fathers, since that's what your drunk sober thought is, yes. since it's Father's Day this weekend. Yep, it's coming up. Yeah. It's a holiday made because... Grown men were upset that moms were getting a day to themselves. Is that really how it happened? Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. Mother's Day came first. Okay. Yeah. I mean, mom, it's pretty equal. Moms put like nine months of work in and dads put in like, I don't know, 30 seconds to like 12 minutes. Sounds about right. Hey. Sounds about right. Happy uh, so Father's you, Day. <laughs> so you said the best and worst father-son relationships in TV and movies. Yes, because we... Our sons. I know for a fact the best one. What? The best one is uh, Marshall and his dad in How I Met Your Mother because they talk about each other. They love each other. And after. They die. Well, oh. 
it's one of the most emotional scenes is when Marshall loses his dad and he's crying on the phone because he didn't get to say goodbye. And he thinks he'll never get to say anything to his dad ever again. And all of a sudden he has a voicemail from his dad because his phone was dead. And he turns on the phone only to find crackling on the phone. And he's really disappointed and he's sad. And he's like, I'll never get to say goodbye to my dad. And then all of a sudden the, the, his dad's voice comes over the speaker and says, I love you, son. Oh, I didn't realize you, you were picking up my pocket phone and just, told him he loved him for the last thing he said oh yeah that's a good there's a good father how much do we see the relationship though throughout it 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 comes up a lot they always talk about how fa- talk Marsh- about but is he on the show at he's all? on that a few times it's, yeah. pa- it's patrick from spongebob he, he plays the dad on how i met your mother oh okay yeah the voice oh, of patrick yeah good for him i literally just thought it was that one guy that does every voice all right that's tv what about movies who, what's, what's a who good would- father-son relationship in a movie uh, I don't know. I mean, Do if you, you want a bad one, you can go with the obvious like answer. Like, which one? Batman. What? <laughs> no, Batman. Yeah, Batman's a dick to Robin. He's like a father figure. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, you can have. The- right. Wow, you guys are fucked. You thought I was gonna go with Batman himself? Come on, guys. I'm not I was Batman. like, his parents died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Terrible father-son relationship. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he has a great relationship with Alfred, who's like a father figure. He does, yeah. You're true. Well, I was, I was gonna say, um, Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader. I That's mean, the worst one or best one? The the worst. Like it's really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Someone that okay. has seen every Star Wars start to finish, you know, director's cut and all. <laughs> mm-hmm. If, uh, yeah, it's totally a thing. Okay. Yeah, and uh, what about the show Psych? Is it an abusive relationship when Sean Spencer is growing up? <laughs> I mean, Jason, this is your show. This is your decision. You could. I think you can kind of argue it either way, but it's kind of also argue it. You say the same thing as having a son that you push in the sports and want him to be good. So you kind of continue to push him at being better and better. So he's kind of bettering yourself. So you want. So Henry wants Sean to be a better detective than he was. He wants him to be a better cop than he was. So he's pushing me in exactly what he wants him to do, not yes. wondering what his child wants to do. Yeah, that's what I, parents do. I got the worst one in TV. Uh, Will Smith and his biological father, who constantly and abandons him. also one of the best combos. Uncle Phil. Yeah, Uncle Will Phil Smith. and Will Smith. Yeah. Yeah, that's a yeah, good combo. that was a pretty what good What about, uh, not Raymundo, who, who's the dad from uh, Rocket Power? He's pretty cool. Oh. But also neglectful, because he yeah, lets his is, kids do all crazy Raymundo. shit. It's Raymundo? Yeah, yeah, it's Raymundo. It's pretty dope. Is that neglectful or allowing your kids to have a childhood? I mean, they they escape. They do a lot of extreme sports. I don't know. I mean, I guess if they're being safe about it and hanging out with Tony Hawk. Well, they're always that. wearing, they're yeah, always they're wearing always safety gear, right? Yeah. Knee pads and elbow pads and everything. Yeah. Good. Stew pickles. Good? Bad? Hmm. Mm, that's tough. That's tough. You might be a little uh, neglectful. Yeah. Timmy Turner's dad. Oh, all worst parents. Worst? worst parents. Timmy Turner's oh. parents are the worst parents. Ooh, what do you mean? Take. I I think uh who's worse? Uh Timmy's parents or Jimmy Neutron's parents? No, Jimmy Neutron's parents are incredibly They're oblivious. They're oblivious, but they're like but they're, they're very also, supportive. Yeah, they're supportive of everything he does. Whereas mm. I think Timmy's turn parents are neglectful and like don't really care what he does. I mean, like Timmy's always getting yeah. into adventures and no one his parents don't really notice. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he surfed the TV networks. <laughs> Shout out that one episode. Yeah. What about um Eric and Red? From that uh, 70 show. Oh. I think eh. that's the best. 
Kind of abusive. <laughs> I think, yeah, he's an asshole. Red. He's an asshole, but I think he's like oh, one of those. Booting your ass. He he always like like he seems tough, but like his son knows he loves him. Like like I don't think Eric would be upset with his father because they take him to the Packers game and like they have these moments. Like he jokes about not not liking his son, but like he always does the right thing. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. stayed home to yeah. take care of his dad when he had medical bills and stuff like that. What about, uh, what about Ray Romano or <laughs> Ray, Ray Barnone Barone. and Frank? Oh, yes. I feel uh, like that's kind of almost the same demeanor as Red, Red and Eric. Medium. It's medium. I would say Eric and Red have a better relationship than Ray and his dad. Mm. But everyone loves Raymond. Does this is true. They? But yeah. everybody hates Chris. <sighs> yeah, it's true. Is Chris's dad the best dad? Terry Crews? Work hard working man. Hmm. Providing for his family. There's a lot out here. That could be. We're going through all the television shows now. Yeah, basically. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm kind of kind of blanking on more. I think we hit the big ones. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we're we're all gonna miss a pieces. bunch of good ones. But email in your favorite uh TV father son relationship or uh t- movie father son or father daughter relationship. Yeah, yeah, we we kind of went fun. father. I think we went father son well, based I, I, on our. I, I, yeah, yeah, we are we are boys. Yeah, yes, we so are. I think that yeah. was our kind of perspective. But yeah, shout out dads. The next one, I noticed there's a bunch of COVID commercials going nice. on. Like, hey, celebrate with friends, but socially distancing. I'm like, that's not going to age well because it's kind of done, right? Like, we're all kind of done with that. No, it's still highly encouraged. Is it highly encouraged? Yeah, still? I don't want to be fucking next to people. Yeah, me? I don't even want to be near you. Yeah, but I meant like by the CDC, not you guys hating me for no reason. Yeah, no, that's fine. If I could legally be away from you, <laughs> it's a win-win. Yeah. You legally can be away from me. You can just walk away. No. I'm I under contract, I have to be here once a week. This is the worst relationship, I would say. You're welcome. Call me daddy. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you want to talk about Shelby Houlihan? Is that her name? Houlihan, yes, Jason? Name. Yeah. I did that right. I th- did I, I think that's Jason, how you say Jason, you tell it. us the story I since know. you posted this. I did. I don't know. I found it interesting because the U.S. trials for track and field start this week. Woo! As did a lot of Olympic trials. Woo! I know swimming is going on and all that fun stuff. So American record holder in the 1500 meter and the 5000 meter, uh, Shelby Houlihan was suspended or banned for four years from competition for testing positive for a quote-unquote steroid. A uh, performance-enhancing drug. Yes, and the name of it is, I don't know how to fucking pronounce this, Nardalone, N-A-R, or N-A-N, Nan, Drolone, D-R-O-L-O-N-E. Yeah, let's go with that. And so when she was informed of this, she went back and like looked at her food logs because, as you know, Justin and myself know being quality mm-hmm. high level athletes we keep a food journal of everything we've eaten of course in and my peak i was eating a pure seafood diet ah uh, yes yes you saw food and I you ate saw it saw food and i ate it same here it was great top athletic shape Ooh. so yeah so she looked through and was like you know this is odd and she ate a pork burrito from a mexican food truck mm-hmm. 10 hours before the test and it is said that uh, pork does have amounts of that chemical in it. Some okay. some uh, pigs more than others. 
So, I mean, she's got a very plausible excuse that, you know, she's not doing steroids. I mean, in her defense, whenever I have a truck pork burrito, I get the runs faster. Yeah, maybe that maybe that's her mm-hmm. secret. There we go. That could be it. When uh, Shelby Houlihan came up, I would instantly thought of Patches O'Houlihan from Dodgeball. Yeah, that's where my mind went. So if you could drug, if you can dodge a drug test, you can dodge the world record. Well, to Jason, she's dodging this drug test, right? Nope, she's, she's got a good hint for what four years. Yeah, she's banned for four years. Yeah, but she's got she's a good appe- excuse. She's appealing it. No, yeah, good for her. I mean, if she didn't take any PEDs, I mean, let her run. It claims that like she hasn't missed a test in all of her years. Mm-hmm. She's been passed all the tests. Yeah. So I don't know. As far as they just immediately after one. Like, yeah, it's weird. That's also, I feel like that's a very, very harsh, yeah, four year ban. And she, you said she's 26, I believe so. Yes, yeah. So, like, that's peak runner. Plus, it's not age. like Olympic athletes make a ton of money, you know what I mean? Like, they do this for track athletes, don't make a ton of money, yeah. I mean, I mean, not and most athletes don't well, for I mean, Olympics. I mean, if you put like the basketball players into the mix, yeah, but they're NBA stars already, you know yeah, I, mean? I know. Like, but I mean, but like, there's of, no NBA for like track or gymnastics or. I mean, you, you basically get them for a spon- league, Yeah, but you you are only making your money a decent amount. Yeah, and sponsors. Yeah, that's basically what it comes down to. Yeah, I saw uh, what Allison Felix is doing. Um, what's the tire company? Uh, something Stone. Uh, Firestone? Firestone. Yeah, she's doing Firestone tires oh, advertisement. Yeah. I don't know why that's a thing, but because why not? She, she's doing a running <laughs> pose, and then there's a tire. It's like, interesting. yeah, interesting. Get, get your money while you can get your money. <laughs> well, switching into the world of politics now, which is a drastic turn from what we were going into. Uh, Biden is visiting NATO, um, just kind of mending fences, I guess, as they could say, basically doing what nothing. is NATO. So NATO is For like those of you that don't know at home. You don't know what NATO is. No, no, I totally know. It's know a it collection of countries that come together and try to, like, do what's best for the world. Like, what's world it security stand for? for? Actually, don't. What's the? Do you do you have it up on you? No, but I think it's North Atlantic Trade Organization. Yeah. Eh? Uh, North Atlantic Treaty ah, Organization. Treaty. Yeah, so they just try to kind of dictate global policy. It's I think Russia, United States, England, France, Canada probably is in there. Probably Canada. Uh, probably a bunch of other European countries. Sweden, maybe. I don't Basically, know. probably all the EU. I'm guessing. Um, but you know. What do you got there, Jason? Who's in NATO? I'm getting there. There's a lot of words on this. No worries. I mean, I just wanted to bring it up because Biden's meeting with them this week. Uh, The queen is officially meeting Biden, which is the 13th president she's met, which is crazy. Is it crazy? Is it? Yeah, it is crazy. She's old and royal. I would know as a royalty from the land of the English Isles. Yeah, there you go. But I guess like he wants to mend fences and talk to Russia or Putin about Russia interference in elections or whatever. And they're denying it or so there's nothing really going to be done. Like you're just kind of meet and greet. Why don't you just do this over like FaceTime? Why don't you just call each other up? Zoom call. You know, you don't got to meet. You don't know fly all the way over there and talk face to face. Right. I disagree. I think he should be going over there. Why is that? It just because diplomacy. If you're going over there, I would hope you would have a goal to accomplish, right? Like maybe like you want to fix something like some kind of. You got to show that. Well, in Biden's mind, he's probably trying to return to a sense of normalcy. Nah, fuck that. I know. I'm I'm for that. I'm saying close the borders, 
communism hasn't been fully tested yet. No, no, people are going to take you seriously. Stop doing that. No, they won't. Because they don't understand the power of community and friendship. You guys want to know the 30 countries in NATO? (gasps) There's 30 of them. Sure. How many countries are in the EU? We have too many questions right now. I don't fucking know. Why do you want to know about the EU? Because I'm assuming all the EU is in NATO. Maybe. Uh, No, I don't think uh, so. You check that one out and I'll read off the NATO countries. Go ahead. Albania, Belgium, Bulgaria, Canada, Croatia, Czech Republic, Denmark, Estonia, France, Germany, Greece, Hungary, Iceland, Italy, Latvia, Lithuania, Luxembourg, Malta, Netherlands, Port Montergero, Mont- 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 oh. Netherlands, North Port- North Macedonia, Macedonia. Wait, Macedonia, hold on. What Poland? was that? What was that last one? Macedonia. What? North Macedonia. Macedonia. Okay. Is that where Alexander the Great is from? I believe so. Yes. Norway, Poland, Portugal, Romania, Slovakia, Slovakia Slovenia, Slovenia, Spain, Spain, Sweden, Turkey, UK, US. I read mostly just the EU, EU list. Okay. So basically the EU and then like a couple other people. All right. Well, good on, I guess, foreign policy. You learn more every day, guys. Now, did all of NATO meet up? Like, were there other... Uh... I don't know if it was... I just wanted to bring it up because, like, the United States is going there with no goal, really. Like, that. that's what... When what did I... we ever? I feel like normally you would go there with a Do goal. Do they have oil? No. And we don't give a shit. I'm sure some of those countries do. I named 30 of them. Yeah. I guess it's to kind of, like, establish because, like, Trump wanted to back us out and say that we're not going to contribute as much money to the security forces and everything and now i'm sure biden is gonna like pledge that money back or whatever so i I don't know maybe he does have a goal in mind but it just it seems like i don't know a waste of time to me but maybe i'm I'm, I'm also he's not really doing anything else here so might as well be a. you're right he's not really doing anything here his whole infrastructure bill got kind of cut down Mm -hmm. that they didn't really end up doing anything with that uh that was mostly because Republicans said they weren't going to budge off $500 billion. Mm-hmm. The Republicans also came out today, Mitch McConnell, and he said on a, I think it was a podcast or a radio show, and he said that if the Republicans take back the Senate, they will not allow a Supreme Court justice to fill the seat in 2023 and 2024. So basically, Biden can't have a Supreme Court justice. And basically, that is because a Republican Supreme Court justice is getting up there in age and it's possible he may step down soon. Possible. There's a push to have him kind of step down because he's so old. Wait, so he's saying that he won't allow anything until 2024? Yeah, basically if... And why are we surprised? They did the same shit with the last, like, what, four? I just think it's important to acknowledge the the hypocrisy. You know what I mean? Like, when when you guys aren't in power, it's... It's, we're not going to pass... Or, we we shouldn't pass anything until the like a next presidential election mm-hmm. but when you guys are in power it's you like, know nope. we're doing it right now yeah that's why we got a uh, what's her name coney we, barrett and yeah when, uh, ruth bader ginsburg died yeah they're like oh no we can't do that with a, a obama it's just a bunch of hypocrites and then the democrats that, are too that process was too scared to actually play ball yeah there's yeah. a reason why they get nothing done it's and it's then it's a vicious cycle of republicans getting in fucking shit up and then Democrats running on a platform of things that may actually help and then doing nothing because they're basically the same kind of people. I honestly think like we're going to get to the point where just I think Democrats are going to get voted out again. Like, they, oh, no, no, it's they're just happen. not doing anything. You know what I mean? Like we haven't had anything. There's no Dem- I, I want to say we because we're not Democrats, but like like Democrats don't have anything to hang their hat on and be like, that's a great accomplishment. You know what I mean? Like, say what you will about the Trump administration, but 
Trump they, at least he gave, done. He gave us stimulus checks that were full. <laughs> I think that's the only thing you can kind of say about him, right? Biden <laughs> gave weak ass stimulus checks. <laughs> that's all people are thinking well, about. Well, you got right the now. $1,400 dollar one with Biden. Yeah, but he was promising two grand. Yeah, true. Yeah, and six hundred was given by Trump. Yeah. So I mean, if you're going on platforms, neither of them are doing shit. Biden open or is letting the border just still do that shit with the with Trump internment camps, yeah. basically. I so what is different now? Yes, there's a few things that he's doing that's better. Also, we don't hear about him all the time, but that's for his benefit of not doing anything. I don't disagree with you. Like I, I think it's fair to point out, like <laughs> I don't think Biden's that great of a president either. Like, there's nothing I knew really going into this because he would never had anything really progressive, like no. super progressive going in. And he's trying to run as just a middle ground guy. And I don't think that works because Republicans don't want to like play ball. Like, they don't mm. want to compromise on anything, which no, I disagree with. I think you should come to compromises and, you know, pass legislation that helps people. You know, what I mean, like the infrastructure bill was to help people. Now they had problems with certain language in there but like still mm. like it was overall probably going to boost the economy yeah so why wouldn't you try and pass it and be like okay but then you got a uh, people were like giving biden props for calling out a mansion and who's the other mitch mcconnell no no, no. mansion's the democrat that refuses to allow anything to go Mm-hmm. And then oh, is he uh, is he like a conservative Democrat, like a yeah. Democrat? In a Basically, he's preventing a bunch of shit from passing because he doesn't want to do too extreme of stuff because he's worried about his reelection. Mm-hmm. And he also doesn't want to get rid of the filibuster. Mm-hmm. So him doing all that shit and Biden just folding to him. Mm-hmm. So literally this one guy, this one senator is causing nothing to get done. And you could tell Biden doesn't care because he won't do anything about it. Oh, it People were like touting Biden as like stepping up. He's like calling out for him because he said two Democrats were like voting more with Republicans. And yeah, it's true. But you know what? He Why doesn't he override him? Why doesn't he get rid of the filibuster? Why doesn't he do this? Why doesn't he do that? He d- clearly doesn't give a shit because he's going to die in 10 years. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't 10 years is a long time. I'm giving him that for the doubt. He seems yeah, pretty healthy. Fair. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he is older. I mean, you're not saying he's going to die tomorrow, but he's got a few more years. But Should- also, it doesn't matter for him for the next, the next like 50 years of our lives don't mean shit to him. I don't know. I just think he has to get, he's got to do something. Like, he's got to get some kind of wide sweeping pass or like bill through like something. He's already failed on the infrastructure bill. The so voting bill is anything He, he hasn't that? even tried on student debt relief. Uh, so I, I I don't know what he's going to try and do. Maybe he'll try and pass something with green energy, but he's got to do do something here soon or else, you know, I'm pretty sure he's just going to yeah. the Democrats will lose in two years, the Senate and the House. And then, you yeah. know, if they don't do vote. anything, I'm not voting for him next time. Well, do, we should also criticize Kamala Harris because she had a ele- uh, she had things she said last week that went viral. Did you guys see any of them? No, no, no. Okay. Please inform us. So Kamala Harris basically went down to, I believe it was Argentina, and she gave a press conference. Now, to be fair, this was out of context, but she gave- Guatemala? Maybe it was Guatemala. She she went uh, down into the South America. Basically, her comments were, don't come here. Don't come to America. And what she was trying to articulate was, don't make the dangerous trek up to America because the- one of the most dangerous border crossings is the Mexican border. Mm-hmm. Not only the, is the the 
way to get up there, incredibly dangerous, but then you have the Rio Grande and miles of desert. It's incredibly difficult and hard, and a lot of people perish on their way into America, right, by crossing the border. And she basically said, don't come here. But the problem is she said, don't come here in the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. And you hear that, and it's like, that's a really poor way of phrasing that. Yeah, and it's it's not even like... It, it's it it's, sounds it sounds unwelcoming. It's telling somebody who's starving that sees like food. It's like, don't steal from there. Yeah. You're telling people who are at their lowest lows who like they're either in war torn areas. They're in conflict zones. They have nothing. They need help. Mm. You're telling them, no, 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 just stay. It's not like and then all of media and all of the things that's portrayed out of this country is that American is uh, America is this bastion of hope and like accomplishment and all that propaganda. That's basically yeah. lies. And almost every single person that comes from the Southern Mexican border is seeking asylum, which is a legal way of entry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people can be upset. Like I, no one's up for open borders, but like the border security is set up to kind of set up, know who's coming through the country and then let them in if they're, here to do good you know what i mean so and i think just getting done with a four-year presidency where we had somebody that did not articulate his thoughts very well whose whole concept was running on a building a wall border wall on the southern border yeah and now you're yourself are just like oh i'm getting taken out of con it's you you're supposed to be articulating better like what are we voting you in for if you're not going to articulate your words better and be a better person in office than the previous person it's it's hypocritical yeah i don't disagree with you it's all the same both sides are the same i i was just a little nicer about it i saw an article that was posted today and it was from a woman who wrote an opinion piece on cnn Mm -hmm. and she the the basis of her article was kamala harris is a black woman and basically like she should be unapologetically for her race and like like she's being cr- more criticized because of that. But I don't think mm-hmm. that's the case. I think this article aimed to kind of defend Kamala Harris because they like Kamala Harris as a person. Yeah. But I don't like Kamala Harris from a policy standpoint. I think yeah. her policies are incredibly harmful for this country. Like I would like to see someone much further to the left of her mm-hmm. in office, you know, regardless of anything, you know. So I would like to see like maybe Rashida Tlaib or Ilhan Omar or I want AOC. AOC. Get AOC. her up there. <laughs> I, I like AOC, but I think I think Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar, even though they're less known, might be more capable of running or better politicians. Maybe that's just my opinion. Yeah. Well, you need somebody with the charisma. That's how you get to the main spot. Maybe. And I think AOC has that. That's fair. I, I mean, I like AOC too, but she's not without her criticisms as well. Yeah. But also, I hope she gets up and up more before she gets beaten down by the established Democrats. Yeah. Because that's already started to happen. Like, people are like trying to run against her and they are like trying to put her down. It's like, she's speaking, people are listening to what she's saying. Hopefully, she continues to keep doing it, doesn't get caught in the gears of, the bullshit. I don't disagree with you. It's the same thing with Ilhan Omar and yeah, Rashid. Rashida Tlaib. Is that the uh, one's from Minnesota and one is from Massachusetts? Is that the uh, the squad? Yeah, they're part of the squad. Yeah, squad. That's it, Jason. I know that's your favorite topics is when we discuss politics. Oh yes, big time. Well, guess what? We're continuing it because here we go. Great, I'm going home. Now, are you ready for this one? So you know who Jimmy Kimmel is? Yes, I, I believe I know the who talk he is. show host. 
Yes. I'm ready for him to be canceled. <gasps> I'm ready for it. Hot take. Cancel Jimmy. Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy. Give Kimmel. us his show. All three of us. <laughs> so Jimmy Kimmel, his words also got taken out of context, to be fair. But uh, I wonder if the audience just heard me crack my neck. Ooh. OK. Ooh. I guess J- we'll Justin's we'll have to save that uh, tidbit for the ASMR. At the oh, end yeah. of the week. <laughs> so Caitlyn Jenner is running for governor of California, right? As a Republican. Not a good choice, if I'm being honest. Not even for I don't think Republicans should be excited about her ticket. Mm-hmm. She does not seem to really have a firm grasp of policy decisions. She doesn't seem to. I watched an interview where um, one of the Fox guys, I don't know his name, was like asking her questions and she clearly had no idea. Like what just softball questions. It was like, it was like, do you support the idea of California being a sanctuary state? And she was like, she she did not know what that meant. <laughs> she didn't know what it meant. And if you're running for office, you need to know at least what that means. Because, mm-hmm. like, that's a hot, bu- hot Especially issue. Especially in California. Yeah. Uh, basically, sanctuary states, are you taking uh, you know, illegal immigrants, immigrants coming across the border? And Caitlyn Jenner was trying to, like, be like, yeah, like, I have I have a barber that I really like that's from down Mexico and I really like him so I would be happy and they're like and then the foxes was like you're against a sanctuary state right and she was like yeah yeah maybe she you know what let her let her, let her win because it sounds like she's on the side of not whatever the Republicans I know I don't th- I think she'll just go along with whatever but so dumb I think she is she's not the best politician but she had a, she had a huge win today because Jimmy Kimmel Went on his late show and basically was calling Caitlyn Jenner dumb. She had an interview and she didn't do well on The View or whatever. And Jimmy Kimmel called her. Are we sure that's not Donald Trump with a wig? And Caitlyn Jenner hit back and basically said, this is incredibly transphobic. You're assuming trans women are just women are just men in wigs. And she was right to say that about Mm -hmm. him. Like that is incredibly probably transphobic. Yeah. Take like I I get what Jimmy Kimmel was trying to say. I don't think I think he was just trying to say like the personality she's the IT she's is to, yeah. and yeah, thinks she is saying is that. However, I don't think that's the reason why she, Jimmy Kimmel should be canceled. This is the hot take. Why are we making Donald Trump jokes in 2021? That's the reason you should be canceled. We do it still. Do we? Yeah. Yeah. Do we? All the fucking time. Yeah, everyone and you does. you say, I don't listen to this podcast. A lot Jeez. of people still make Donald Trump joke, jokes. It's I, not as common as it used to be. But also, you need to point out that it happened, or else people are going to forget about it, and then it's going to re... We're back where we were. I don't... I don't know if we talk... I don't remember talking about Donald Trump that often, but I think we only bring him up every once in a while when, like, he hits news for whatever reason. You know what I mean? He's trying to resubmerge from the swamp. whatever. And like, it's just not a good joke, to be honest. Like, that's the other thing is like, if you're going to make a Donald Trump joke, like, it's got to be good. No, I think we this podcast makes no good jokes, but also we don't have a staff of writers. True. So and we're all tired and sad. Yeah, we don't. We have other jobs and sometimes drunk. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. So. Drinking during. Jimmy Kimmel, get your shit together. Yeah, I, I mean, like, that's an incredibly transphobic take. I don't mind if, and also I think, like, he's considered a left-wing, like, talk show host. He always seems to play very politically correct, you know what I mean? And spout mm. left-wing ideas, I guess, or centrist left-wing well, ideas. I feel like that's m- most 
um, talk show hosts. Yeah, because they play it safe. Not even that. It's just comedy. You need to lean a little left because what's all the right? Just hateful and not accepting of anyone. Yeah, I don't I don't know if a good right wing comedian, to be honest. Oh, um, what about uh, your boy, your Wood, Woody boy, Joe Rogan? No. You know, Woody Allen He is, is, is the what? what? <laughs> dry pussy man. Oh, Ben Shapiro. Yeah, he's a comedian, right? No. Wait, he's serious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> I had to take that one. Yeah, he really doesn't get his wife's pussy wet. Dude, just spit on <laughs> he it. He thinks it's he thinks it's a medical disease. That's a real statement that came out of his mouth. I cannot believe he said that. That's still. Oh, my God. That guy. He's hilarious. He's not. He's very scary. He, no, it, it just like him. If you take the fact that he has power of what he's able to tell people mm. and like same thing with like Donald Trump and not Mitch McConnell, he's not even funny. But like a lot of these right wing dudes who just have so much power, if you took away their power and listened to what they said, like completely out of context or not even out of context in context, but like it was like a movie. These guys would be hilarious. You see that? You see that? Vid- so dumb. There's that video of like, I don't know how old it is, but it's like a Republican senator or whatever. And uh, I forget who he's saying, but he said basically said that because someone was a Muslim, they can't swear on a Bible. And it was on CNN. And the guy was like, I think it was Jake Tapper was like, you don't have to swear on a Bible. You can swear on the Quran or swear on a Jewish Bible. It doesn't matter. And he's like, well, I swore on a Christian Bible. And the guy's like, yeah, but it, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm sure you swore on a Christian Bible. It's good for you. <laughs> and he didn't realize it wasn't the law to swear on a Christian Bible. So that's kind of funny. Like, yeah. But the fact is, people are listening to him like, yeah, they're supposed to s- swear on a Bible. Yeah. I mean, they're just saying unprompted things without backing up any facts and pretending to have some air of intelligence about it when either they're e- really dumb or they're lying. Yeah. We could be dumb. We could be that dumb and make it. We should be. Politics. No, we have empathy. We can't. Uh, yeah. It's the only thing keeping me down. <laughs> we are way off track, by the way. We're on the list that I we have. We already talked about Shelby today. Yeah, I know. We bounced back and forth. Oh, wait, she's also off track right now. Yes, yes. Ah, damn it. Uh, do you guys know who Chrissy Teigen is? Another Hollywood celebrity in hot Ooh, water. Exciting. What did she do? So you saw the comments where basically a few weeks back she... Me, she told uh, that that girl that married us that was sixteen. She married a fifty year old. I don't remember her name, but okay. She basically she told that woman to kill herself back in like twenty fourteen or whatever, and it was incredibly disgusting to see a lot of like the tweets Christy Teigen sent towards this woman. Mm-hmm. And then Christy Teigen apologized. A lot of people thought it was a good apology and. Things kind of were moving forward. Chrissy Teigen took a break from Twitter for a month and came back only to apologize. And then her hairstylist recently just came out and said that Chrissy Teigen bullied him and almost made him contemplate suicide Mm -hmm. because I guess Chrissy Teigen falsely believed he was racist. And interesting, I guess it was like a like a edited photo or something. And he was like, it's not me. Don't worry about it. And Mm -hmm. So it was it was a whole thing. It was like, okay, so Chrissy Teigen has a pattern of behavior of telling people to kill themselves, which is not something you want to do. Is she a 12 year old boy on Xbox back in like 2004? On Call of Duty? Yeah. like Nah. She is a. Why is that your go to? Have some creativity when yeah, insulting that does, people. That does Telling seem... someone to kill themselves is such an ultimatum and rude. 
I, it is really rude. I don't know how Chrissy Teigen's going to come out of this. Like, it, it just seems like it's bad news for her. But I don't know. Now, fantasy. my question here is, can we still like John Lennon? I mean, he didn't know. What he, I just dribbled all, beer all over me. I mean, um, he has to know. He didn't know he was marrying a woman that told other Wait, women. Are they still together? Yeah. Yeah, but. They're still together. Like he's that means he's condoning what she's doing. I mean, to be fair, Chrissy Teigen probably isn't the same person that she was when she told other people to kill themselves. Like, yeah, she learned that people can find out about it on the Internet. (laughs) I mean, I think the hypocritical thing is Chrissy Teigen will often go after people on the Internet and criticize them and try and cancel people for their behavior. So I think that's the hypocritical part. She like has it coming to her. Yeah. Is Mm -hmm. like. It seems like like Jimmy Kimmel, like he'll often do that, too. Like, it's odd that these people that are very outgoing and basically telling because Jimmy Kimmel has a troubled past as well, where people are starting to dig up things. And it's like, how can you be a hypocrite and tell people that they should be canceled? But then you yourself have a troubled past and not have empathy for that and not realize that some people aren't the same people they are before. Because it's not me. It's that there's somebody else that I could attack and it'll make me look good because I said the bad person's bad. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. This goes back into our conversation about cancel culture that we had, I think, a few weeks back. Yeah. Where I don't think it's really happening, but it, it is interesting to see people being held accountable. So Novak Djokovic wins his 19th tennis title. Woo. Woo. That's all I got for that one. And so this is our last story of the day before we go into our beer break and then talk into our big story about homeless people. The last story is that Netanyahu from that is not the last story no i said this is the last story before we take a beer break and then go into our last story there's another note in there jonathan is there yes well i'll let you tell me no go go into your story i guess mine doesn't matter okay well uh netanyahu has ended his 12-year run and i had to look into why this happened Mm -hmm. so basically what happened is a coalition of and uh who is he oh he's the prime minister of israel Mm-hmm. And he has been in power for 12 years, basically, because since 2018, there was back to back election problems like they they had a they had to come together on a, gover- a governing body and kind of figure everything out. And they had to have a what timeline are we talking about? You said 12 years. Yeah, well, he was in power for 12 years and then they were having elections in 2018. Oh, sorry. Okay. This is where this all came apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had elections in like 2018 to try and decide on a governing body and they were they were having a difference in government and kind of switching things up. Right. Mm-hmm. So they had to come to a majority vote. Okay. So with 120 people in their governing body, they needed 61 votes. Yeah. And they constantly kept splitting. And no one could decide on a new prime minister. And basically, yeah, so it isn't just the American. People. No, and we're all fucking up this country or yeah. this world. Uh, so they kind of like were going along. So he basically stayed in power for a long time. Also, Netanyahu is facing a ton of criminal charges and corruption charges. And, so it is like the yeah. Americans. <laughs> and so basically a coalition of like four different groups, like from extreme right wing people who think uh uh, Palestine people should be moved out of the West Bank mm-hmm. to le- extreme left wing people who think people in Palestine should be set up in Israel and have yeah. pla- places to live came together to say we hate Netanyahu so much. OK, so it's not like Americans. No, oh, okay. they came together to decide on this one issue. They put in this right wing leader. Uh, his name is hold on. Na- Nafalti Bennett. All right. 
and basically put them in power. It was 60 votes, 59 against, and one abstained. So they had the 60 more votes mm. majority, yet Yahoo's out. And good things are happening for Israel, possibly. Maybe not. We don't know. Is this going to affect the Palestine conflict? Uh, no, they've decided because they have, it's such a like weak fraction of people together mm-hmm. that they're just going to focus on issues they can kind of agree on and like decide on what's the best case scenario to go ahead of. Mm. So baby steps. Baby steps, correct. And then they're going to leave Palestine. They're like, we'll just leave Palestine over there for now. <laughs> we'll yeah. just agree to not do anything with that. So that's kind of what's, what's the point of abstaining from a vote. Uh, it's it's like you ha- you probably wanted to vote yes, but you don't want to be seen as doing that, so you abstain from the vote. Basically, is it? Um, do they say who abstained? Yeah, there's. Then what's it, the point? Like it's it's obvious. Like if you aren't against it, you're for it. Well, I mean, you can play it both sides. It's depending on how your political future wants to line up. It happens in American politics all the time. But too. like, come on, if if it's obvious, like it's been fifty fifty this entire time. Mm. And like, obviously, you're going to go against it by not voting. I mean, based based on how it played out, like, let's say hypothetically it's a colossal failure Mm -hmm. and they go, hey, why'd you abstain from the vote? You could have prevented this. You'd be like, I didn't I didn't have an opinion or I don't know, probably talk your way out of it at that point. Politics. (laughs) You you get a text. Hey, you cheating on me? I abstain from that vote. I abstain from the answer. (laughs) What's the last story you want to talk about? Oh, the, you, it's the future of gaming. Oh, this one. Sorry. And technology. Yeah, this one. Well, future of gaming and movies. What is it? So Unreal. Uh, so Epic Games, who own Unreal Engine, which is a gaming platform or engine. You did a good job. Yeah, you gotcha. So basically, they unle- they released their new version, which is Unreal Engine 5. Okay. Which is crazy. So the the problem with a lot of old like engines for like running shit in like video games was that the, it takes a lot of computing power to like render shit. Mm-hmm. So this new engine has two huge new upgrades, which are like going to break everything. Like games are going to look ridiculous now. Um, they have this thing called Lumens which it has to do with light. So I think Lumen is the moon. Yes. <laughs> um, but the um, with the Lumen setting on the new Unreal Engine 5, basically you can have real time light refractions. Like to an extreme accuracy, mm-hmm. which you couldn't get before. Oh. So it makes everything well or so lit, like it looks realistic. And then, but the cool part that I liked was this uh, nanite feature. Basically, in real time, you were able to have these huge cascading landscapes. And the way the program works, when you zoom out, because everything in like this is like called polygons, which are shapes. So the polygons get less and less. I think that's a Pokemon. Yes, that's Porygon. That was close. Got him. So the way when you zoom out, it gets less and less crisp. But the fact that you can have everything rendering all at the same time and then the more you zoom in, it gets more and more detailed because it takes everything that's not being seen. And then it's it's crazy because the way I'll have to show you the video because it what it shows is ridiculous. Oh, really? And this is all like 
on a computer that you can do. And it's it's getting to the point where things are going to look ridiculous, like so accurate to real life that it's going to be almost un, unavoidable to do this. And it's great for games because games are going to look a lot better and yada, yada, yada. Cool. They haven't fixed. They haven't like gotten like the, uh, the human skin type stuff perfect yet. But a lot of like still and static objects like rocks and shit look crazy. I love a good rock, so which leads me to my next thing were movies. So you guys saw the, uh, you know, did you see the behind the scenes of the Mandalorian? No. So the way they but, filmed uh, them. Man, yeah, I know. What you're yeah. The way about. they filmed the Mandalorian was basically huge LED screens behind them. And they were using the Unreal Engine to create their backgrounds. Oh, really? Yes. So the way it works, they can have somebody either on like a 3D or a VR headset or something to direct it. So they can film in front of these screens and they can move the camera wherever they need to. And they can have the actor in real time and you could see the background of where they want. So if you want to be on like an alien moon, you have it pre-made and it's behind you. You can have the where the camera needs to be, where the sun would be at the time. You don't if you're outside, it doesn't it, it simulates being outside because you can put the sun wherever it needs to be. If you need to be a certain time of the day to keep continuity with any movie and it's so much better because compared to like a green screen where you can put it in after in this mm. situation, the light is real. Mm. So if you have the sun over on the left hitting the actor, you can have the real light of this fake sun hitting the actor a certain way. So the shadows all line up as opposed to fixing it in post. And you can look at it in real time because a lot of the times in, um, with like a green screen they're they have to try and get it right. Like the actor's lighting beforehand. Correct. Mm-hmm. But now they could do it in real time. They could see it. That's where the lumens aspect part of the uh, unreal program comes in because it's real time. So they can film something, go look at it real quick, and then they can go back and refilm it if something doesn't look right. Really? It's it's ridiculous how Ooh. like advanced this is. That sounds. Yeah, that sounds awesome. And it makes me think about the. um so Sir Ian McKellen during uh, I think it was the second or it was the first Hobbit movie. So he plays Gandalf. Yeah. So he allegedly in an interview said that he broke down and cried because one of the scenes he was doing was in one of the Hobbit holes and it was all all green screen. And he's like, uh, I have the quote here. It's like, this is not why I became an actor. Yeah, because you can't interact with yeah, anything. You can't you're... interact with anything. Everything's CGI. But if this is going to take it's going to basically the perfect merge of CGI and real like tangible like sets, because now if you're trying to get in the mindset of like like Gandalf, if you're trying to get in the mindset of being in a hobbit hole or trying to like go through the mines of Moria or something, which was easy for the original Lord of the Rings because they had big sets and then they had miniatures, like real life things you could see. It's hard to act against a green screen. It's hard to act against things that aren't there. But when you have when you could see in high resolution, the alien planet, the mines, the whatever it needs to be behind you, it's real easy to get into them in the into the thing, into the, the mode of acting. That's awesome. You seem really passionate about this, too. right? So what I'm gathering from all of this is I should go get this and we should make shit. Let's make sure the now. big screen. 
No, Unreal Engine 5. I think you can't. I don't know if you could get it. I'm literally staring at the button that says download now for free. Oh, is it free? Yes. I don't know if your computer can handle it. I don't know either. That's the only thing I haven't pressed download now on. <sighs> Ooh, maybe I'll get it. How much would it cost? Free. Free. It's free to download this? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. You can download one of two licenses, a creator's license or a publisher's license. Yeah, if you're a publisher. If you're a publisher, you obviously get that. Yeah, if you're doing anything they take percentage with of money. your revenue. But we're creators. We're dicking around, so we'd get the other one. Yeah. Cool. It's just, it, it's wild what it has the potential for. Yeah. And it's going to be upgraded over time, but it's just such a big step towards, like, the creativity of games and movies because it takes what needs to be done later on and you could do so what becomes post-production turns into pre-production and then during production all the cgi stuff besides like certain characters like like you're not gonna have like a thanos you're gonna have to have the actor moving around but all the the behind the scenes stuff like literally the backgrounds and all that can now be done on a stage cool saves money Saves time traveling. Yes, it, if it'll affect certain things, but with a lot of like fantasy and like sci fi stuff, you can now take it from many sets to a stage and then you could focus more on the props. So a lot like in The Mandalorian, they had a lot of like the actual like tangible things in front of this big screen mm. and they can move shit. What's cool is they can make the whole background. And then if it's like, oh, that uh, that crate over there doesn't look good. Let, let me uh, let me move it in real time. They can take it, move it. Cool, because it's ba- basically they're using a video game for a background. That is really cool. Yeah. So, you know what that means? Hot takes and beer breaks the movie and video game coming next summer. Yes. We're making a movie. Let's do it. Yeah. Could it be, yeah, could it be, it be us our, being our trips across the country in this camper that we're in right now? Yes. With just a giant sure. screen in front we'll, of us, we'll green screen the entire camper. We don't go anywhere, but we pretend we are the whole time. <laughs> yes, yeah. so you already got movie ideas. It it's it's cool, and I like. Here, wait, let's take a. Well, we just watched that video, and Justin, you're incredibly passionate about it. It does look really, really cool. So I, you, you oh, good? I think Jason's killing. You, you opening cabinets? Or I got startled. The cup fell out. I didn't mean that is in the Chrissy Teigen thing. I meant something was falling on top of you while you knocked over. Yeah. I don't know what you even Cause said. Cause I said you were, I said you were killing yourself because you like knocked something over the top of your head and I got um, a little nervous okay. for you. Uh, okay. All right. As we can tell, I don't listen when John talks. Yeah. I noticed too. All right. You. Are you ready to take this beer break and talk about the beer that Jason brought? Blueberry co- chocolate coffee, vanilla sour. Yeah. From Stillwater? What do you guys think? Well, no, it's not from Stillwater. It's from Collective Arts. It's actually a collab oh. between them and Stillwater. Ah. That's what it that's what it meant. You know what? I like it. It's it has such a weird like flavor of taste. It's like everything's canceling each other out, and all I taste is the blueberry, to be honest. Yeah. I feel like I catch like a hint of coffee and then yeah, like, I get hints of coffee every once in a while. It's what I imagine, you know, like in Willy Wonka when she's like chewing the gum and she's like experiencing a whole bunch of different flavors and like she doesn't experience a whole bunch of different flavors. She experiences a three course meal, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? No, you don't even know what you mean. I know what I mean. She's experiencing a whole bunch of different flavors of meals. And that's what I'm kind of picturing here is like it's it's like I'm getting like hints of everything. Mm. And like I didn't think it would mesh well together, but it's all right. It's not it, bad. It works pretty well. Yeah. 
I'm, admit, I'm very impressed by it. I'd drink it again. I thought the sour would throw it off, to be honest. I didn't think it, but maybe that's what makes it better. Yeah. Probably because no. it takes a bite off the coffee away. Mm. I mean, because I've, I've had a chocolate sour before. Mm-hmm. And that was very interesting. Yeah. The, uh, well, good interesting or bad interesting, Jason? Interesting. Like okay. it wanted to be a stout, but it wanted to be a sour, which is a kind of when yeah. I first took a sip of it, it got that's where I got the first like sensation. Mm-hmm. When I first sipped this, I was like, it wants to be both and it doesn't know. I'm curious how much coffee they put in it, because I know in a lot of recipes for like making like chocolate cake or brownies or something, you put a little bit of like espresso powder in and it like amplifies the chocolate taste. Mm. but also like i don't feel like it, the chocolate taste is like that punchy in this yeah it's definitely not yeah so i don't know i think it's very subtle and then the blueberry kind of takes over which i'm okay with yeah yeah same i here. mean blueberry is a good flavor so mm-hmm. i get that yeah it's definitely interesting okay i'm not even i don't even think we should rate it to the be can's honest really cool too yeah, yeah. The can's got it's a uh, the art is famous when dead stoke on trent at fw dead what i don't know i'm reading the side of the can oh, okay I'll but yeah i'd give it a eight out of ten eight out of ten okay yeah i was i wasn't even sure if we should rate it because i like i feel like i'm getting hit with so many different flavors i'm not sure where rate i'm at. each flavor every course meal of this all of gum. them seven now all right yeah all seven out of ten it's making me sleepy nice that's the opposite of what coffee's supposed to do it's supposed to make you poop what well, no it's supposed to give you energy then poop oh shit i have the other way around <laughs> just so excited on the toilet <laughs> Woo! let's go all right so let's talk about the homeless problem going on in this country right now this is actually a subject i'm surprised we haven't discussed yet mm-hmm. but it's prevalent it's been prevalent pretty much for a few years a long time actually forever yeah, uh, California especially is experiencing massive waves of homelessness people. I actually asked somebody who lives out in California, and they're not an expert. I'm not trying to say that they're an expert. In- they're not an expert in anything. We know they're not going to listen to this. Yeah, so yeah. Shout out them for not knowing anything. No, but like they're not an expert in home. But like just as someone who lives out there, I was like, what? Yeah, he failed what is classes it? in college, too. Shout out. <laughs> You're just calling them out for no yeah. reason. yeah. Um, I was like, so like, what's it really like? Like, is it as bad as they say it is? Cause they say it's really, really bad. He's like, yeah, it's kind of bad. Cause he lives out in San Francisco, but it's also like a ton of homeless people work because mm-hmm. rent is so high in California. So what you're seeing is it's not that necessarily people are just mentally unwell or just mm-hmm. don't have jobs. It's a lot of people that have jobs, but so can't lack af- of affordable housing. Yes. Just Jason, I asked you to look up the reasons for why people go homeless. What do you got? May I may I ask? Because I remember hearing years ago, because this has been an ongoing <laughs> issue. The, um, well, I'm not asking anything. I'm going to say a statement and then I'll be like, question mark. Yeah, OK. Um, uh, one thing that I heard specifically in California is a problem with homelessness is the fact that people because they have jobs already, but they can't afford to live there. They choose between living out of their car or having a home. That seems to be an issue, especially out there where your car is everything. Yeah. And I mean, you can just go clean yourself off in the beach or the beach showers. And yeah, that's what I do. What? What? I just clean myself off at the beach. I don't. I don't, John. Salt water live, makes me. I was going to say we live by Long Island the Sound. That is yeah, all sewage. So briny. <laughs> and salt water makes me chafe. Do you want to see? No. You looked. 
I did. Look. So I got curious. trapped. I was like, oh. my thighs so, so pasty. I was wondering what the dots are on your thighs over there. Oh. You got like red bumps over here. No, yeah. no, no. On the other side. Yep. Right there. You got like red bumps right there. Oh, yeah. You get that checked out, man. Yeah. It's uh, uh, is it mosquitoes? Bee, bee stings. Oh, uh, bee stings? I mean, I was just doing my garden earlier. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like I think the homeless problem is going crazy. Uh, I don't know how many. Do you know how many people? What are you looking at, Jason? There's two bunnies outside. Jesus Christ. I just see him like looking over and like making faces. Like I can I can only see the back of his head, but I know he's like looking at him like, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, little guy. Hey. Hey, he's staring at me. Okay. Uh, to get back to the homeless problem. So like it, it also like it just got way out of hand because it seemed like no politician really wanted to deal with it and they didn't really have a solution for it. Well, John, you don't understand. I'm good. Listening. See, if you don't have a home, you know what you can't do? Vote, probably. Uh, probably. So why would they care about them when all they care about is getting into office and staying into office? That is true. That's what we talk Shout about. Shout out every uh, politician. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Fuck all politicians. Fuck all politicians. Fuck them all. Um, I think the bunny's got a very important take on homelessness. Yeah, he's yeah, he just keeps coming closer to the camper. Why does he have a carrot? Can we steal the bunny? I don't know. Is it stealing if it's not owned by anyone? Nature. I think it's kidnapping. kidnapping. Yeah, bunny napping. We don't yeah, know. It, it might not be a kid. Uh so wait, is it what season is it? Uh, Jason, can you look it up? It's rabbit season. It's duck season. Duck season. Rabbit season. Come on now. <laughs> uh, that was a high tier joke right there. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. Big brains over big here. Big brains. We are going way off on a tangent for no reason. What do we yeah. got, Jason? What, do, what season is it? It's duck season. Okay. Rabbit season. <laughs> but I mean, like, these people need to get taken care of, though, right? Like, as if lack of affordable housing is one of the main reasons. Jason, do you have, like, the other reasons that, that was up? Uh, yeah, lack of affordable housing, unemployment, poverty, mental illness, and lack of services needed, Bless and you. substance abuse, and the lack of services of needed services. Yeah, he just let that coffee come all out of him at like one moment. Yeah, I but, think he scared away the bunnies. Yeah, um, it's it is like it feels like this easiest way to do it and the cheapest way to do it is to give everyone a home, right? Wait, uh, like that's one, not- more, one more time. Break those down. Let's, let's see what can be fixed by just giving these people a home. No, you just want to give things to people, John? We can just give every money to everybody. We'll just start printing more. We'll solve all the problems, right? We could. Yeah, money's fake. Yeah, nothing's real. Right, everything is So possible. So let's say, we, let's go to the first one. So homelessness. We give them a home. What, what do they need? A job? Now they have yeah, a location. No. Then they I have the address. Home and job. Okay. So now they need a job. They have an address now to put down so they can go get a job. They have stability of being, having place to go after work. Mm-hmm. They can now go get a job. I, I think it's also terrifying because like if you lose your job, right? Like, mm-hmm. and Jason just articulated that like lack of, lack of like opportunity, jo- job opportunity leads to homelessness, right? Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden you're just, life is spiraling. Yep. You got nowhere to go. Especially like nowadays where majority of the public lives paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. And that's not because of choice. That's because of necessity. I had a, I was watching a TV show today and they Good were having, you. they were having like money problems mm-hmm. and I had to like 
I don't want to say like I had an anxiety attack because I don't like how people just throw mm-hmm. that word around. But like I got a little nervous. I was like, oh, that scares the shit out of me. Just one day, yep. like you're a married couple and you have kids. And then all of a sudden, like you're just like, oh, we have to pay the bank back a half a million dollars. I'm like, oh, I would lose my mind. That would yeah. terrify me. How do you look at your kids and be like, uh, we have to move out. We are going. Life is going to be a lot different. It's I mean, I guess that's like. I don't want to get into it, but like just homelessness in general, like well, no, look, I can understand like how family. So say like if there was a competent way to so say somebody like lost their job, some shit happened, some someone was dealing with addiction that caused their life to spiral down a little bit. If they had a home, that's a sense of stability. Mm-hmm. If if you know that the rock bottom is still living somewhere because if somebody so if somebody's homeless, what if they have kids? What if they have a family? Are they supposed to take them with them? That's horrible to think about. It, like, it, it is really scary. And I think that's the scariest thing in this country is we have a great opportunity for everyone to reach the highest highs. Mm-hmm. Right. But there, if we you're are, born rich. No, nah, I mean, like, well, I, I don't want to like it's it's not as prevalent today, but a lot of people can. I don't want to say pick themselves by the bootstraps because it's not fair to say nobody that. can do that anymore. But you like, no people or have money to start. Yeah, out but I mean, still, people can technically do it, right? Especially in this country, like capitalism allows people to work hard and get out of poverty or do whatever they can if they have the ah, right attitude. I would say that the neo-capitalistic world that we live in now does not. Okay, I, I mean, I won't necessarily disagree with that i just say i would say it's maybe few and far between but i think it's still possible you could you can have a comfortable life but you're you're never gonna be you're not gonna hit that generational money that you're yeah no no, i don't think anyone should aspire to have generational money like i think that shouldn't even aspire to idolize billionaires i don't disagree with that and there's so much money in this country Yet we're letting people live on the street. I think it's crazy because like a lot of them are going to be homeless veterans. You know what I mean? Like those are people that like are clearly suffering from mental illnesses, PTSD from their service in the uh, military. And we're just letting them live on the street and they got nowhere to go. And it seems like everyone just wants the problem to go away. Right. Mm -hmm. Like because no one wants to see homeless people out there. Like I, I think. Everyone, like, especially with them, a lot of them being mentally ill, you might be scared to be near them because you're not really sure what's going to happen. So it's it's a really scary situation. I don't I don't know what the solution is, but it does seem like the the best case scenario is to either get them housing or get affordable housing in that situation. Like, figure out California's situation for sure. Like, how is, rent, rent is insane. Yeah. So it's wild. Like, they they want these, like fast food chains they want all these other things which don't pay much yeah yet the rent does is going up and up in the the amount of travel and commute that some of these people have to do mm. like i could see why if somebody's like who isn't like dirt poor but like they have a job mm. like why you would live out your car like that yeah, makes sense or, to me because it's like okay or even if like even if you just live in one of these tent communities that the homeless yeah. have set up because then you just go you go down to the beach it's nice weather in california all the time like you're mm-hmm. not really dealing with anything you go like it is it does seem like like why would i pay for rent if- yeah it, it it's and it's one of those things where like people as much as people think that like people just want handouts Granted, everyone wants handouts. 
Like if somebody offers you something for free, you'd be like, yeah. Yeah. But also like what people want in terms of like universal basic income or affordable housing or something like that. If you provide people with the bare minimums of like enough food to eat, uh, a place to live, most people are going to have that drive to better their life. You give somebody free education, they're going to want to continue to improve themselves. People, I would say people as a whole want to have the drive to make themselves better. What's holding them back is the fact that they need to survive. If you take out the survival aspect of it, especially in a country like America, where there's so much money, so much room for improvement, as you said before, Mm. where like even though you're not going to make it to a billionaire, you can make it to a comfortable life. If you have the help to get to a certain point where you are self-sustainable, you are going to get to that point. Most people like people talk about how like people living off of welfare. They're not living the best life. If you jump around from like what was it, section eight? Is that the is that yeah, that's yeah. the housing you, one? If you jump around from section eight house to section eight house, but if you had the opportunity to continue like moving up to like get your own place, if it was within reach, then yeah, you most people I think would do that. I think there's some study that sh- support the idea like if you're able to get a homeless person a job or or a house, ninety five percent of them make it off government like sponsored programs because then they're able to get their life together and kind of figure it out whereas it feels like in this country like as soon as you start spiraling there's no end in sight there's no safety net to kind of make sure that you fall you're just falling yeah and all of a sudden you just hit the ground and everyone's like why'd you hit the ground it's like well i fell and there was nothing there to help me get back up so it it is like a really scary situation and i don't necessarily believe that we need to have like complete socialism in this country like i still think capitalism is the best way forward because i believe that having an incentive to work hard and then going forward within a healthy reason i'm not Mm -hmm. saying you should work like more than 40 hours a week i'm saying like you work hard but you you work at a job that you really enjoy or whatever Mm -hmm. and that leads to now you can provide luxuries and you can buy the things that you want. You can go yeah. on vacations. Whereas I think the bottom in this country shouldn't be homelessness or living on the street or living in the car. What it should be is maybe like you have a house and food and we need to find some kind of balance in there because I think it's bad for everyone. Mm-hmm. Like no one wants to see anyone like you don't feel safe. I don't feel safe. It leads yeah. to crime. It leads to, I think it's just cheaper on the government, on mm-hmm. my tax dollars. If, as long as the upper uppers are paying taxes. Yeah. And also think of somebody like Jeff Bezos, who would benefit the most from everyone having more money. Him, him, a thousand percent. Thousand in it's in a global pandemic, he made so much money because people needed shit. Now, imagine if in, in a world where everyone has enough for their basic utilities and needs and then they have a little extra. Like if yeah. everyone had a little more money, they're going to spend it on shit. Rich people, the business owning class, the the owners of basically everything in this country would make so much fucking money if they gave a little bit of their money back. But they don't see that because they're short sighted. Well, they're sociopaths, right? That's the, yeah. the, their sociopaths. Is they only care about themselves and their bottom line. They don't care if other people are screwed. They don't give a shit if somebody dies as long as they make a little bit more money. When on the flip side, they can let more people live and thrive and make even more money. 
Yeah, probably. And what the fuck are they doing with that much money? It at that point it is They're a stopping mental... the Joker. Go on. <laughs> no, none of the all these are they're bitches. They can't fight anyone. Yeah, they're not superheroes. Have so, you like... seen that video of Mark Zuckerberg throwing a spear? It's really bad. It's really bad. Wait, I was on Call of Duty when I got when I told you guys about that, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's really Man bad. Man can't throw a spear at all. You think he can take down the Joker? No. I don't think he could even take out the uh, the original Joker, the uh, uh Javier. No, Romero. Right, the, the one that had his painted mustache yeah. on the Batman yeah, series. Yeah, he would kill him. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Accidentally. Accidentally. He, okay, this guy is just a robot, basically. Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg had an embarrassing video of him throwing a spear, and I would not have put that out there. That did not look no. good. It didn't look very impressive at all. What he should have did was get a bow and arrow because it's very hard to look dorky shooting a bow because if you have good form, you were doing it correctly. Uh, I sense a little bit of you shot a bow and arrow before and you're putting that out there in the world. That is not saying it's easier to do than throw a spear because I've thrown a javelin before and it's really hard. He looked like I could throw the javelin like I guarantee you could throw the javelin with your bad hand harder and farther than he could. Probably. Actually, I guarantee that. Yeah. Without a doubt. With less money. All right. Do you guys have any other final stories you want to talk about this week? No. Just no. Get, give people shit that they need so people can thrive. Yeah. Agreed. Or pe- give people the shit they need to survive so they can work to th- thrive. Yeah. Yeah. Words. I don't know. We're just idiots. I don't, I don't know the answer to all these problems, but I think these topics are important to talk about. So maybe email in if you guys have any other suggestions. Maybe you guys have some thoughts on these topics. We can read them off next week. But thank you, everyone, for listening. This is Hot Takes and Beer Breaks. Thanks for drinking with us. Find us at Hot Takes and Beer Breaks on social media and wherever you get your podcasts. Cheers. Adios. Bye.